following podcast is a production of the network. Check us out on BICBP-radio.com. Welcome back, Fake Crack by Jason. Happy Friday, guys. Uh, I am Kyle. The fake crack you didn't hear is Jason. That's me. Welcome back to Fantasy Beasts and Where to Find Someone Them. Someone will edit it in. No, no, they won't. We're, I like better with the fake crack. This is just the pause of me going, did he really just try to... Yeah, okay. Guys, welcome back to Fantasy Beasts and Where to Find Them. For the first time in many episodes, we're not just going to talk about the present or presents. It's not even Christmas time. It's, it's not, not my birthday, I mean, it's not your birthday. I mean, you could be listening to this on on my birthday, but I don't know. That would be a real long time from now. <laughs> it could, you never know. Someone might like to hear my voice, I don't know. Hey, keep running your shit through through the, the ringer. We, we want as many listens as we can get. Yeah. But, uh, today we're going to talk about some possible trade ideas. Yeah, let's, uh... Because the trade deadline's almost here. Yeah, it's definitely, we were just talking a fun one before we were live, and that's kind of why we went live. <laughs> yeah, so let's start with the first one here. You uh, you have recently traded uh, Chase Claypool. Yep, for Zach Moss and a fourth-round pick in next year's draft. Uh, which I don't think is a bad This is move. a dynasty, just so the audience is aware that it's not this year. And obviously for picks, it makes it more dynasty-related. <coughs> yes. Um. But here we sit, lonely hearted. Yeah, try to shit and only farted. Uh, <laughs> and you uh, traded Claypool. I guess the same works for both directions here because you could end up winning because I guess both players involved in this are possible trade candidates: oh, Zach yeah. Moss I and Chase Claypool. To New York, and I wouldn't be mad about Zach that Moss. The Giants is a number two complimentary back, and like it adds value to where he is right now. Yeah, Zach Moss to Arizona. Yeah. I'd the, like to see that. The Cardinals are in trouble. Cardinals, as of speaking about this, are about to play a football game. And, uh, yeah, they don't have James Conner again. Go figure. The guy, we all said, hey, he's kind of injury prone. Guess what? He's, he's fucking injury, injury prone. prone. Um, Since uh, he was been in the league, pretty much. Yeah. So, we're Relax. sitting there, and... Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a whole slew of messes. Around the league, who get moved, who won't get moved. We already saw Robbie Anderson get moved. He's Cardinal. Yep. Um, Elijah Moore, or not Elijah. Elijah yeah, Moore Elijah requested a trade, requested as a trade, did yeah. Denzel, uh, Denzel Mims. So, so, like, a lot of these guys, like, get me out of here. I'm over it. I get that for him. That's a, I mean, he's just been stuck in that offense, not really. Which one? Giving a shot, uh, Elijah Moore. Well, so, here's the thing. Weeks one through three, with uh, Joe Flacco at quarterback, he had 21 targets yeah. through three games. He's had like four targets through the last three games. Well, they love their young guys out there, and I mean, more is the young guy. elite, but more is the young I'm guy. I'm talking like, uh, what's it? Uh, who the heck is it? Joe Flacco? No, 
Garrett Wilson? No, they're the other the other quarterback. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson. Yeah, I couldn't. I was like, it's Wilson, but it's not that. I'm terrible at remembering names sometimes. <sighs> but no, like it's this is where all the mess hits because like they aren't targeting anybody specifically. It's it's not going well. Like, um, Flacco's elite, so they probably should start him. <sighs> yeah, all constantly. Uh, but no, literally the last couple weeks. I mean, they beat the Packers twenty-seven to ten. But are they the Packers? No, but or are they? But again, like Elijah Moore had skirts. Elijah Moore had no catches, and then you go back to week five, and the Dolphin or they beat the Dolphins forty to seventeen, and Elijah Moore has I, one catch for eleven yards. I hope Frank doesn't listen to this episode. Oh, I've tried. I I called. I just called the Packers cheese curds. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. He he'll he'll. I love Wisconsin cheddar. Um. But like I mean, Elijah, so Moore, I, Frank. Elijah, you're not supposed to, but yes, you do. Elijah Moore should be a guy who's really discussing getting out of town. Um, and I, I guess the thing I like, I talked to your brother about this on the way home that I don't understand is in the last three drafts, they've spent three top 60 picks on receivers and none of them are working. Yeah. And it's, I don't think it's anything against the players. I think they just aren't coaching receivers. Well, No, they're just not coaching. The receivers Elijah well. Moore had a great back half of the year last year. Suddenly they're benching him. Denzel Mims has never been able to get on the field. Uh, Garrett Wilson had all good week, and he's falling off the, the board. What are you doing in New York, guys? Um, um, I don't think they know what they're you doing. You mentioned Chase Claypool. Yep. You're like, There's not many teams I feel like he'd be a number one. I feel like you could get him. I feel like, as goofy as it is, and as much money as they put in it, you put him in Jacksonville, he's number one. Yeah. I feel I like you put that. him in the Giants, which we talk about the Giants hypothetically off there is. Okay, what about like a Kadarius Tony for Chase Claypool? One yeah. for one. Well, let's get some size. Or, hey, Pittsburgh, how's your cap? We'll give you Kenny Galladay and a third round pick. We get Chase Claypool. Yeah. Like, hey, we'll bribe you. Here's a third as well. How we feeling? That yeah, I'd like to see. I mean, but I, I wouldn't like, like to see him. Claypool land goes to the but... Giants. He's viable. Claypool goes to the Bears. He's viable. Yeah. Um, if you're wondering how that trade has worked out so so far, Chase Claypool scored the touchdown. Zach Moss was injured the week I traded him. So, and Chase Claypool scored another touchdown this week. So he hasn't scored a single touchdown until the two weeks I traded him. So it's definitely good. something. He's been on my bench scoring like six points a week. Yeah. Well, to be fair, it's not like Deontay Johnson's doing much more. No. There's no rhythm in the Pittsburgh passing offense. Uh, I mean, the same extent, like, so supposedly Christian McCaffrey's on this list. Do we really think McCaffrey's getting traded? Um, not for two first round picks. I don't think he's getting moved because I think they, they're asking well too high. Um, that's what I'm, not for two first round picks. I think the guy that's going to get moved first, he's first of all, he's injury prone. Yeah. Second of all, he's up there for a running back. 27? So, maybe? like, he's, the longevity of running backs is not. The long, like the longevity of like quarterbacks and that kind of thing, or like even a receiver, because you, you're just always workhorse. And so for an older running back, I mean, no, I shouldn't say older because he's probably middle aged running back. Let's see if I can pull that. Who is also showing here. his age every year, getting hurt. I can't give him. I can't give up two first round. Picks. Christian McCaffrey is indeed twenty six. So but I guess maybe for not a run, crazy well, old. For a running, for back, a running he's back, halfway through his career. Yeah. Like that's it. Like who is paying? Who's paying two first-round picks comping your entire future for a guy who realistically has about two years left? And realistically, with those two first-round picks, you could find running backs that are probably going to be McCaffrey-worthy. 
Yeah. It's not going to be Christian McCaffrey like Christian McCaffrey. It's not going to be Christian McCaffrey in his prime. You're going to get a running back that's going to be probably just the same as him Listen, right now. Who's leading the league in yards per carry? I'm actually making this up. It might not even be him, but I'm going to say it's Damian Pierce. Probably. He was a third-round pick. Yeah. He's. Did you see the run against... Uh, what was it? Who was it two weeks ago? Did they play the run against the Jaguars? I probably they, did. The, the Jaguars run, which was on angry runs. This man broke seven tackles in a run, and I wish I was exaggerating the number set. He just he got hit by two, and he'd push them both yeah. off and just keep moving. Like the dude runs pissed. And if you're gonna like trade, you're gonna trade for McCaffrey, who's towards not like the middle of his career, but like he's not crazy in his prime. For probably you could pick two running backs in their prime. And, and, and what's I guess even more ironic is like their ever, whole career. Like I didn't love Damian Pierce. Yeah, but I think part of that is there was no film on Damian Pierce. You know why he had no mileage in college? Yeah, the dude had nothing on him, so he's got no wear and tear. You're basically you're you're trading in a third rounder. Yeah, for a start fresh player with no miles versus Christian McCaffrey who's got a hundred thousand miles on him and he's got a broken muffler. Like Yeah. He's got I'm sorry, he's got a broken tie rod because the wheels don't work half the time. Um but I think uh I think is there any other players you could think of trade wise? I mean DJ Moore might be on the list, but yeah DJ Moore might I feel be like on DJ that Moore, list. I think the the Carolina Panthers are in the same boat with everybody. They're trying to get way more than they should. Because they I know they see, have a hefty rebuild. I could see Green Bay trading for some sort of receiver to kind of like make Rodgers happy down there. Uh, he's not I'm really honest, happy with his receiving core. I'm going to be honest. If, and I know they probably wouldn't because it's NFC, NFC. But if Kenny Galladay went to the, to the Packers, I know he's been bad for two years. And I don't yeah. know if it's all to do with him as much as it's bad scheme and bad luck in the, in New York. But you give him a six foot four monster like Galladay, who was as dominant as he was with Detroit just three years ago, that could be something terrifying yeah. in Green Bay. And well, what's gonna actually angry angry me is if they end up trading with the Steelers to somehow get Claypool, and Claypool is now Rodgers as his quarterback. I don't think I I, I could see that actually happening. To where I he think grabs the problem is though we've seen, and I guess here's here's my my take on that. We've seen too many times that Rodgers doesn't want. I want to say the the young receiver. He doesn't want the immature receiver. And James yeah. Claypool's proven to be pretty immature. No, yeah, but I could. I'm just saying that's that's somewhere where I could see that talent landing, especially like for Chase Play or Chase Claypool's career. I think that would be phenomenal because it would bump him up. He's got Rodgers, and he's got now he's got a veteran quarterback that could teach him like smack him upside the head. You know? Yeah, but I don't. I don't think. I think that's a match made in hell's the problem. But it also, um, I think it would be good for both of them. Either that or Rodgers retires quicker. Regardless, like uh, I mean, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. I love watching Aaron Rodgers play football. Apparently, Shaq Thompson, one of their better off-ball linebackers in Carolina, he's on the block. They're yeah. willing to move him for some picks. Like, I think there's only a couple players if I'm Carolina that I'm not looking to move. Yeah, through I'd be looking. I'd be looking to move a lot of people, even people I've already traded for this year in Carolina. Yeah, yeah, but like what I'm saying is, I guess through a rebuild. No, yeah. If I'm going to start anywhere, I guess I don't want to sound this way because like we've seen the Bills do this wrong so many times. But you have one of the elite edge rushers in the league in Brian Burns yeah. and one of the best young up-and-coming corners in J.C. Horn. Those are my two bugaboos. I'm not moving them. Yeah. Maybe okay. Jeremy Chin just because Jeremy Chin, I think, brings a lot of value at both safety positions. But like the three 
pieces right there. Um, I heard Derek Brown's also on the list of, of no touch. He's been really good up the up the center for them. But like anybody in offense, fire Sal. Oh yeah, come get him. Baker, you want Baker? Baker we just gave him. up something. He's yours. Take him. Yo, would, oh, oh, oh Seattle, you want him that bad? We will take less than what we paid for for him. You can have him for a fifth. Oh, you want to sh- Cleveland? You want to you want to try Sam Donald? He's yours. Like I would start at this point in time. If you're ready to to sell. Go off the boats here. Why not? Like, Go off the boats here and then take those picks, and you could take those picks and probably trade for other receivers, other things. If well, this is supposed not going, to be to another deep offensive draft. Yeah, so, like, so... get as much as you can this year. Mm-hmm. Fire your scouting department. Hire us if you really need to. Like, yeah, I'm, I will scout for you. I love scouting. Listen, so. you want to you pay me to scout? I do it on my spare time. I'm going to say you want me to pay, pay me to do something I'm doing on my spare I'm time. I'm doing it on my like, spare time for nothing, and, I, and I've gotten pretty good at doing it on weekends only. You want to pay me 40 hours a week to sit there and watch football? Bet. Yes, I, you could do I think I, that's. I, I really way. think that's a thing. Like I think that I'd be a great scout just because like we do it enough for the show. Yeah. And we do it pretty damn well. After work or on the weekends around a 9-to-5 job. Yeah. And pretty damn well. Yeah. We've been pretty good. I mean, yeah, we've had some misses, but I mean, doesn't everybody though? Like, to be fair, we our misses can't be counted as misses yet. It's not like we have people that are off rosters and just terrible players. Yeah. Like, like I'm thinking misses, and I'm almost classifying Jalen Darden already. And yeah, nothing against Jalen Darden, but it was like he ended up in Tampa, and he hasn't seen the field. But they just keep. Signing veteran receivers in front, yeah, of him. in front of him. I think that's less about his talent and more about the fact that like Tampa's in win now mode and like he's getting screwed. Yeah, I'd love to see them cut him and let him go sign elsewhere because I know he's got the talent to be elsewhere. Yeah, but like to fun. me, that's a big swing and miss because we loved him. We were infatuated with Darren. Yeah, um, I mean, we had some guys this year. Our draft looked really good. Some of the guys that we were in love with have have been great. Cole Turner. Yep. Last week's Thursday night game. Did you see the one catch he made? Uh, no. Probably oh not. shit. I'm gonna pull this up because while we're on there, I need your live reaction. Um, it's not even like that's my live reaction. It's it's not even like it's that like wonderful because like it's only a first down catch, but like for being a tight end, that's a lot of body control to make the catch he made. Um, all right, he's pulling up the video. We'll give him some commentary. I'm watching it. It's not a bad. That's all. Pretty. <laughs> that's an impressive catch, adjustment, yeah. especially the way. Yeah, he kind of turns his shoulder. He back turns shoulder, the back yeah. shoulder, gets over, and like, it's not like he's an undersized tight end. Where no, like, yeah. it's easy to be that fluid. He's six seven. Those Bears helmets look awesome. I do like those Bears helmets. But that dude's six seven, making that adjustment, and we were infatuated with him. Remember yeah. what we said? Everybody in this year's class. Oh, everybody from Nevada. Uh, they were made by Carson Strong. Yeah. What do we say? Romeo Dubes. And Cole Turner will be talented pros. Yep. I think Romeo Dubes and Cole Turner made Carson Strong. <laughs> so, yeah, it was just... Without without bragging too much more about how we looked pretty good this year again. Um, out of this year's... Or this week's uh, week seven fantasy talk. I'm going to pull up some players here. Um, we get to start at the top, I guess. We're not going to really talk about Thursday because that's happening right now. And Thursday games have honestly been absolute dog shit lately. So yes, I mean that's kind of why I'm, this one is supposed to be better. At least should be better. But quarterback wise, um, here's the thing: your first four 
best options at quarterback this week, you're probably not going to touch. Oh, yeah? 32, 31, 30, and 29. The Houston Texans, Davis Mills. Dak Prescott coming off injury. Yeah. Kenny Pickett and or Mitch Trubisky. And Jimmy Garoppolo. And I'm not willingly starting any of those four. I guess if you got like I in a dynasty league I am starting this guy. Number twenty eight, Matt Ryan. Yeah. Matt Ryan's been doo doo for four weeks. Week five and six, it kinda clicked. Last week he had three hundred and something yards yeah, and three he's touchdowns. Been doing something different. So Matt Ryan finally started to click against a very good matchup against the Col- or the Titans. Titans coming off a bye here. So they might be sluggish. I kinda like Matt Ryan this week. Yeah, I definitely I mean I like especially, Matt Ryan in Daily Fantasy especially. Especially, yeah. Well, especially in Daily Fantasy. But he also, like you said, the Titans. Yeah. They haven't been crazy against the pass. They've been horrible, horrible against the pass. Yes. You're without your start, your best edge rusher. I don't trust your secondary. Christian, Christian yeah. Fulton has been the worst corner in the league against wide receiver ones. This is So this burnt me a couple weeks ago. When they played them in like week three, I was adamant. We were adamant on the air. Michael Pittman, he's your guy. Play him. He's going to burn Fulton. And Pittman had 11 yards and two catches. Yeah. I think this is the Michael Pittman revenge game. And if it's not, then I guess Christian Fulton should get an award for doing something right in the league. <laughs> Shut Probably, down Michael yeah. Pittman twice. Um, I don't think we're trusting Jacoby Brissett. Like, in theory, I want to start this. In theory, Tua has a very good matchup against Pittsburgh. They're 26th in the league. But yeah. we're really trusting that Tua's not going to get just... Pressed again? Pressed again, or even if he falls back and gets hit and then has another That's it. I'm terrified by that. I I think they need to worry more about his health. Yes. He needs to sit out more games. Yes. But I'm not a team doctor, so. Um, Aaron Rodgers has a good matchup against the Commanders. I don't trust it. I don't trust it. Aaron Rodgers has, Aaron Rodgers has had good matchups all year and is not taking advantage of them. He's not the same quarterback, and he's playing with a fractured right hand. Yeah. I have Aaron Rodgers in two leagues this year. I'm benching him in both leagues this weekend. Yeah, definitely. Probably a good idea. Justin Herbert, He uh, after the disappointing game last week, he'll be good and fired back up against Seattle's 24th against the pass. I love Justin Herbert this week. Joe Burrow. Love it. 23rd. He's the fifth-ranked quarterback. Uh, very good matchup this week against the Falcons. Bro, Although the Falcons, ball. what I think the best-case scenario for you and I and all the Joe Burrow owners is, the Falcons have been in games. Yeah. Atlanta stays around in this game and makes Joe have to continue throw to throw to win. If he's going to throw it, throw it to T. Higgins. But, yeah. Well, Higgins was or, a late a late go anyway. last week, I think, was the thing. I don't think he was healthy. I think he was a decoy. Yeah. Um, he probably was on a snap count. I think he was. Because the top two receivers last week for yeah. them was Chase and Boyd. Yeah. So. Um, I, I mean, obviously we're seeing this right now. Jameis Winston... Kyler Murray, they're both... Uh, I don't think Jameis is getting the start, right? Uh, no, they are starting... Good old Ginger Jesus, Andy yeah, Dalton Andy is starting. I was just like, was it Andy? Uh, was I don't there? trust Ryan Tannehill. I don't trust Justin Fields. Uh, Lamar Jackson's got a decent matchup against the Browns. I'd be willing to play Lamar Jackson this week. It's a mid-range matchup. Uh, the opposite end, though, Zach Wilson, a very tough matchup against... The Broncos, they're second in the league. I think it's only they're second in the league because of how bad the uh, yeah. how bad their defense has been in general, and they're just not passing. Um, but 
they've been a run first team anyways. I didn't know Jake Fromm signed with the Washington uh, Commanders. I didn't see that either. Yeah, I just saw that on here. Jake Fromm, State Farm. Jake Fromm, State Farm. Uh, Carson Wentz is out though. T- Taylor Heineke. What? Like, who do you play for in college? Georgia. I was gonna say. Yeah. Go dogs. Just, just wanted to check. Go just dogs. Make, just, just making sure you're on. You're on, you're on <laughs> you point. made me think about that at first. I thought you meant Jake Fromm. I was like, didn't he? Didn't Georgia Bulldog? I'm an Andrew Fromm. <laughs> your your old high school teammate. Oh yeah. He went somewhere. Ithaca. Yeah, Ithaca. Yep. Or was that uh? Was there an older? No, friend? that was uh. Andrew's a younger one. Yeah. And that's Fron, with an N. Adam. Yeah. Adam played at Ithaca. Adam's been a guest of the show before. Yeah, yes. Um, Taylor Heineke that's though. Way back. Not worth. Not worth your run for Taylor Heineke. Atlanta's interesting. Marcus Merritt has got a tough matchup against the he Bengals. Works for the Texans. He does. Yeah. He does. Marcus Merritt had a tough matchup against the Bengals here. But Mariota's also 13th ranked on fantasy this year. Yeah. He's been doing it on the ground, and they've been staying in games. It's the, it's the, that's what my favorite fantasy, about a fantasy quarterback is you got to find one that's got that dual threat. Dual threat. threat. Yes. And that's it. So, like, so. Mariota's worth your start. I think if you if you were forced to start him, go for it. He's been putting up almost 18 points a game. Uh, Pat Mahomes, he'll bounce back. He's got the Niners. Not concerned about him. Play him. Jared Goff. Tough matchup against the Cowboys. However... I think Detroit knocks him off. Jared Goff's a good all season. Jared Goff, I'm, I'm just throw the ball to him on Monday St. Brown. That's all I care about. I Listen, you can throw to a uh, 10 times for 180 yards and two touchdowns. I'm not saying no. You just I love me some Sun God. Only, only Amon or St. We can go to Hawk as well. Okay. Or out of the backfield to Swift. But like 10 for 180 and two touchdowns, I'd yeah. be A-OK with that. All day. Uh, I put him back in in my, in my FanDuel lineup. Me too. Um... I don't hate New England's matchup this week. I know that like the Bears are tenth against the pass, but it's the Bears. Who's starting quarterback? They haven't announced yet. Okay. I whoever they have, if you have them, play them. Bailey Zappi's look good. I'm gonna say I like Bailey Zappi, and it's gonna make me. I like Bailey Zappi a little more than Mac Jones. Yeah, but what's funny is that's another one of those guys you, me, and Gary fell in love with. We love Zappi. I I thought Mac Jones was gonna be pretty good. We liked both of them. It makes us look better at quarterback. Just, just. Controversies, quarterback no. tape watching. We should be quarterback coaches. Yeah, I, would, I don't know what I'm doing. Actually, I'm a decent quarterback. I, I could a cornerback. So I want to do cornerbacks yeah, you, and safeties. You, well, you've always been good at reading defense. <laughs> your brother, your brother, and I. Your brother I can never read a defense. So it'll be good for offense. Your but. brother didn't have a, have the physical skills to be a good quarterback, but he always had the mental game yeah. to know where to put it. He can he can juke the hell out of somebody and he can pump fake people out of their shoes. He just he needs a little bit more speed and and zip behind his passes. He has too much of a, of a touch pass. Yeah, that's where you and I always pick him apart because we can read his throws. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's the reading the throws. Looking look at the quarterback's eyes. I okay, I want to coach. I'd love to coach a defense like a, be a defense. Sorry, right. we'll, we'll have our uh, we'll have our defensive combine. We discussed that on Sunday. Yeah, that's gonna be fun. I can't wait for that. Um, going to running backs though. I believe you're an owner of him, Josh Jacobs. Uh yeah, he's in a been dynasty. Red hot, red he's hot. As running of late. back seven, and he's got the easiest matchup this week. You have to play him. I believe I am. Uh, Zeke Elliott. Yes, he hasn't been great uh, all season. Actually, kind of been on a roller coaster. I guess the biggest concern is the first two games with Dak Prescott. He had five point nine points both games. Yeah, every game since Dak was out, he's eclipsed that point total. However, 
I think Dallas is going to try to run the same offense they ran with Cooper Rush with Dak to open up the lanes more. Dak, we're going to have you throw less. We're going to put the ball in the running back's hands. I think I think Zeke has a game again. He's got a good matchup. He's smart for that offense to use Zeke more. He's got a good or a good matchup. Um, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you to fire Zeke, Zeke up. Ken Walker? Yeah. Had a huge one. game last week. Huge game last week. And he's got the 30th ranked defense. The two Who are they playing again? Uh, they are facing the Chargers, who are 30th against the run. Yeah. Walker's last two games, when he finally got in the lineup after Rashad Penny goes out, 14 and 19 fantasy points. Yeah, it's Ken Walker for, uh, is legit. It's pretty good. Um, Can't ask more out of a running back. Right? No, it's if you can get that far, you're fine. J.K. Dobbins kind of officially not the uh, the guy there. Got a grand total of seven rushes for 15 yards. Got outsnapped by Kenyon Drake. Kenyon Drake had a huge game last week. Ten rushes, 119 yards, one touchdown, one catch for two yards, 21 points. I hate Kenyon Drake. Yeah. I hate he him. He's been a pain in the ass. Yeah. As a dynasty I... owner of Kenyon Drake, I hate him. Because you play him after he has a big week and he will put a Z he's gonna put a zero this week. Well, that's what the big like last year with the Raiders offense was like which running back do you start? Because it was like which running back's gonna the is the one they're gonna hand the ball. Yeah. Too. Yeah, and then with like the Raiders, well, with, the, with the Raiders like, this year, they caught him. He's with Baltimore. Yeah, but to start the year, it was Josh Jacobs, Zamir White, or Alec Ingold, and yeah. now it's like, all right, no, no, we're kidding. Josh Jacobs is really good. Like now they're finally like, yeah, he's gonna get the whole rep. Yeah, um, Jeff love, Wilson love. Jr. is here. San Fran's got a decent matchup against the Chiefs. Um, I mean, Jeff Wilson Jr. had a bad game against Atlanta, but Atlanta's been good against the run. Kansas City's not good. Wilson Jr.'s put up since week two. 12, 11, 13, 22. Jeff Wilson Jr.'s quietly put together a nice season. Um, although Tyrion Davis Price is back from the injury report this week. So we'll see how that goes. Austin Eckler, a good matchup again. He is fantasy running back number one. He's got the Chargers. You got to start him. Uh, even if he screwed your brother's parlay up last Sunday. I mean, it happens. Your brother wasn't paying attention. What? <laughs> Love him to death, but he's like, he's like, yeah, I fucking, uh, I, I played Austin Eckler over on rushing yards. It was like, it was like 45. And I can, like in Sleeper, you can see yeah. when Sony plays it. It was 60. Austin Eckler has not had 60 rushing yards in a game all season. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, why would you play this? Like, he's done, he's done well. Like, he hasn't at all. He's like, he is going to hit 60 yards. Receiving and rushing, he's not gonna hit sixty rushes. No, no. All right, man. All right. All right. Do you? Uh, Saquon, good matchup. You're gonna play him. Leonard Fournette, good matchup. Fun name of the week. A name I do like as a slot player. Rashad White. Yeah. He's had some good games. He's averaged about eight or so points a week. Uh, and he's got Carolina, who's not been good against the runs. So Rashad White, look for him to be reinvigorating. Ramondre Stevenson. Another good matchup. Another, yeah, it's another one that we like to see. Stevenson's part of that crew that won me five hundred dollars last week. Oh, is he? Yes, he is. I had Stevenson. I had Stevenson over seventy-five yards. He had seventy-six. Yeah. Talk about barely getting me over. Stevenson over seventy-five. He gets seventy-six. Amari Cooper over forty yards gets me forty-four. I mean, yeah, he's been ahead of great stretch of games: 12, 21, 25. And he's coming against the uh, Chicago go now, go so. one game ahead from Green Bay. 
2012-21-25. Chicago with an easy matchup. Ramondre Stevenson coming to a right of his own. Shout out to Gary. Because that was Ram- that was Gary's boy yeah. out of the draft. Um, Najee Harris. You want to say start him. He's finally had at least all good game. But, like, he's not done anything special. Yeah, he hasn't been like he hasn't been the Najee Harris of like last season. No, he's averaging dudes, he's averaging like, ten points a game. He's but, not running through people like he was. It's just wild. So Najee, if you got him, maybe you can start fire him up this week. But like, you're still not going to probably expect much more than seventeen points. Uh, Derek Henry's got a good matchup. Indy's ranking twenty second. Derek Henry had a bye, and he's still in the top ten at running back. Yeah, Derek Henry's running the ball well. So Derek Henry's worth your start. Obviously, if you got him, you were going to start him. Raheem Mostert. Mostert the last couple. Granted, last week was a little down, but 10-1-10-21-5. This is his up week. He tends to go every other week over 10. So we want Raheem Mostert for sure this week. I think you can. And it's again a bang, or still a, a, a still banged up Pittsburgh. So yeah, yeah. And I mean that's how that ta- that's how Tampa that's how Tampa stayed in the game last week. Yeah. was running the ball. Opposite um, Leonard Fournette can do it. Fat touchdown, Lenny. Opposite end, I mean, McCaffrey's got a tough lineup matchup, but you're going to probably play Christian McCaffrey regardless. Yeah. The offense goes for him. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Slaire, another tough matchup against the second-ranked uh, rush team, the Niners. I'm okay telling you to sit Clyde Edwards-Slaire. He's yeah. very touchdown dependent. Chicago, another tough matchup. The Pats have been good against the run. Dave Montgomery's like you kind of you're gonna fire up Montgomery or Herbert if you're in need. Do it. The the full offense goes for them. Yeah. Uh, Detroit DeAndre Swift. I think if Swift's healthy, he bounces back. He's missed three games. He should be healthy. I'd be willing to start him against a tough team or a tough game with Dallas because I think he's got a lot of upside with receiving. Uh, Atlanta, you're not going to start an Atlanta running back. I like, I love yeah. Tyler Algier, but he's not been given the option. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, if he's good to go, you're going to start him. Yeah. It's Jonathan Taylor. It's Jonathan Taylor. Yeah. Uh, tight ends. I have one guy that was on my radar that, that I want to mention. And I've got to remember who the hell it was now. Uh, 25th. The Detroit lions are 25th in the league against tight ends. You know who I want to talk about? Because you and I talked about him earlier on the show. Yeah. Dalton Schultz. Yep. He's had a bad year. And why did we say he had a bad year? Because Dak wasn't throwing. Because Dak wasn't throwing, or Cooper Rush wasn't throwing to him. But Dak threw to him seven times that yep. week one. Yeah, oh yeah. And Dak's back, and they're not playing a team that's not great against the tight end. So, it would be a great yeah, to start him. Yeah, uh, I couldn't get that out either. I like I like Jake Ferguson had a good week last week. They finally started throwing on tight end, um, but I think that that immediately moves back to Dalton Schultz. Yeah, I think Dalton. I have Dalton Schultz in Fanduel this week. He's four thousand dollars. Your top tight ends are seven. Yeah, I'm paying almost half that for a guy who can come in as a top five tight end this week. I'm doing it. Oh yeah, um, easy money. Gerald Everett, another one of those guys. Everett's a top 10 fantasy tight end, which is funny because I don't even think he really did much last week. One of my favorite tight ends, XFL legend, Donald Parham, three catches on three targets for 53 yards last week. Uh, He's six foot seven and he runs like the wind. I love Donald Parham. I'd love to see him end up somewhere else. I think that kid still has a top end career ahead of him. Obviously a slow start to this year after the spinal injury done last year and the hamstring problems. 
Um, oh, I just got invited to the OG Jolie's 40th birthday party. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Nice. Uh, New Orleans is tough. I don't really trust Jawan Johnson. Although people are saying he's a stardom. I don't, I don't want to start him. Brevin Jordan, Houston. He hasn't been playing. I don't know what's going on there, but I'll tell you who I would like in Daily Fantasy. Jordan Aiken. Oh, yeah? Jordan Aiken in the second run around Houston. Uh, literally, since coming back, mind you, started week one, week two with the Giants. They caught him. Goes to Houston. Week three. Three catches on four targets, 31 and a touch. Week two or week four, two catches, two targets, 33. Week five, two catches, two targets, 22. They're targeting him and they're hitting him. Yeah. Jordan Aikens getting involved. Don't be shocked if Jordan Aikens comes out again and goes four catches for 40 and a touch. Be a nice day if you're a fantasy owner. 14 points from Jordan Aikens. Oh, yeah. Um, Cincinnati doesn't really entice me. I don't trust Hayden Hurst. Indianapolis would entice me if I knew who their starting tight end was. Yeah. Because half the time it goes to Mo Ali Cox. The other half it goes to the super athletic, super tall Jelani Woods. Jelani Woods has two, what, four touchdowns, three touchdowns this year? But he's got three touchdowns on five catches. Yeah. That's all you need to know. Like, when they throw at him, it's touchdown or bust. Kind of like Gabe Davis. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. No, but Gabe Davis doesn't have that many catches. No, he's he is like... Uh, like if you throw it to Gabe Davis, big player bust, touchdown or uh, Tennessee not scaring me. I mean, uh, player to monitor here. Player to monitor. Chigo Quanquo. Yeah, remember who that is? Yeah, Maryland tight end. Yep. Yeah, Chigo Quanquo uh, has five total targets through five games. Uh was three of three for thirty eight and touch in the indie game. Was his big game. Yeah. So, I don't really trust Hooper. I love that. Other than that, like, Titans are tough this week. Like, Kelsey's got a tough matchup, but you know he'll produce. I'm intrigued to see what Kate Otten does. Uh, They've been targeting him. Since Cameron Brake got injured, he's seen 14 targets in three games. Yeah. As a tight end, that's not a bad day. I have him. I have all of their tight ends. I Otten's a good value. Um, Even the ones that aren't signed to their roster yet. Rob Gronkowski. <laughs> uh, same with Washington here. Logan Thomas going to have a tough matchup. I don't think he's going to play. or he, he might play, but if he doesn't, Cole Turner is your guy. Um, Robert Tunyon, he's been getting targets, but I don't trust it. I mean, some good tight ends in a bye this week. Dallas Goddard, Irv Smith, Dawson Knox, Tyler Higbee. Tight ends are tough. You got to deal with what you got. Mike Gusecki. You might see him throw a lot at Mike Gusecki this week just to start increasing his value. I hate when we get to the bye weeks part of this. Yeah. It's tough. But the last thing I think we got is uh, receivers. I'm going to try to go pull that list up if you want to go ahead if you got anything else. Um, Um, No, not really. I'm going to try to pull that list up as well right now. Uh, The Roto Baller list. Here we go. 10 hours ago is the last update to it. Chart details. All right. Who's got good matchups? Who does not? Brandon Ayuk. Again. Brandon Ayuk facing Rashad Fenton, who got smoked. Rashad Fenton had 24 points per game average on him. Brandon Ayuk's well worth your play. Um, Jalen Waddell faces Cam Sutton, who's allowed about 16. Michael Pittman, as we discussed, facing Christian Fulton, who's allowed 20 points per game against. Chase Clay or Jamar Chase. Don't talk about Chase 16 Clay, points against for uh, AJ Terrell. 
midweek, it's not really a bunch here. AJ Green's got a good matchup against Paulson Adebo tonight. But, uh, Tariq Hill expected to face Levi Wallace. That'll be Fire your favorite thing ever. Fire him up. It's a cheer for your, your, your <laughs> dynasty player, Tariq Hill, and boo, Levi your Wallace. most hated player, Levi Wallace. He's um, not on my team anymore, so I don't hate him as much. Alec but... Pierce has a good matchup against Roger McCreary. Amari Rogers. Uh, oh. Amari Rogers stepping in as the new slot receiver in Green Bay. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's expected to see Benjamin St. Juice is allowed 17 points a game. Uh, Chris Moore. Good matchup, 14 points a game average. Teron Johnson, they're saying, is allowed 13, 14 points a game, and I don't see how. He's been very good. Yeah, but, I mean. We have also played a lot of good slot receivers this year. If people are throwing that way, it's Cooper just, it's a slot. So. Cooper's a slot. Waddle was running slot for the most part. Yeah. Juju was running slot. Yeah, I could see it. Did Claypool really do anything against Buffalo? I he had a touchdown. It was did mid, he? or did he drop? He dropped the touchdown. I think he dropped the touchdown because um, I was yelling at him because I played him that who week. Who the hell else? And then after that, he's been on bench. Baltimore. No. Tennessee. Yeah, Tennessee, Kyle Phillips was hurt, so it's really been the, the, the you know Cooper Cup juju. Uh, and the Miami Dolphin game um, that have really bolstered that. And I think a lot of that's still coming down because Cooper Cup had a ton of yards that game. Yeah, well, Cooper, it's Cooper Cup. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, the worst game or the worst matchups you can play this week. Nico Collins is a tough matchup against Amik Robinson. Um, Zay Jones tough matchup against Fabian Morrow. Sky Moore against Dio Mondor Lenore, who's allowed less than seven points a game. Yeah. I say that one six times fast. Danny Brown with a tough matchup against Eric Stokes. Mac Hollins, who's been very good, has a matchup against Steven Nelson, who's allowed less than six points a game. Robert Woods against Brandon Thackison, who's allowed seven points or less a game. Uh, Debo Samuel, tough matchup. Jalen Watson. But Jalen Watson has allowed um, 7.3 points a game. It's Debo, though. Yeah, but I guess if you're uh, playing. Who was the number one receiver last week in there? Uh, for the um, for the for the Niners. Niners, I don't know. That would have been Brandon Ayuk. Yeah, that's true. But it's I think I just still think Debo is still going to perform, even if he has a tough. Can matchup. I shift this? Is my question. Damn. Not that well. I can't. That's my cat digging in the background. Yep. I mean, it's still T. Higgins looks like another one that I would probably fire up just because he's got a good matchup against that defense there. In, um, I feel like. So let me click on who's playing against the Falcons. So that would be another one to, to fire up. I don't know if we set him yet. I feel like if I, I if I'm giving a daily fantasy update of what yep. I'm going to take a flyer on. I'm going to drop down the board here, and I'm going to play the Carolina Panthers defense. Oh, yeah. Do we trust Tom Brady to throw 200 yards finally? Mm. Do we trust Carolina or Tampa to be blowing teams out because they haven't oh. all year? So that uh, so here you go, guys. End of the episode. That's the first time in a while we've gone 35 minutes. We had, that was organic. It was fun. Yeah, it was, it was fun. Flowing. Flowing. Um, 
My daily fantasy FanDuel lineup for the week. Oh yeah. If you win money on it, shoot us a message and thank us. That's all we were, that's all we want. Yeah, should, totally tag us. Tell us tell us we helped you. Detroit wide or Detroit quarterback Jared Goff. Vegas running back Josh Jacobs. Seattle running back Kenneth Walker. Indianapolis Colts wide receiver Michael Pittman Jr. Detroit yeah. Lions running or wide receiver Amonor St. Brown. San Francisco 49ers wide receiver Brandon Ayuk. Dallas Cowboys tight end Dalton Schultz. Z- uh, Dallas Cowboys running back Zeke Elliott. And the Carolina Panthers defense. Yeah, it seems like a great lineup there. But guys, I think that'll do it for this episode, especially since uh, we just got absolutely bombed out of this back room. Jason, anything else you want to say? No, just always, as always, thanks for listening. Love to hear that you support us. That'll do it. Support us. Guys, thank you for listening. Uh, shout out to our sponsor, Kyle at Chicken Dippin'. Uh, chicken underscore dippin' on Instagram or chickendippin.com. Use code 716. But until next time, guys, you keep on looking for those fantasy beasts. We will show you exactly where to find them. Peace out, guys.